before I jump into this episode, I just wanted to mention my thoughts and prayers continue to be with the Jewish community, Israel and Gaza, and the victims of the Hamas massacre. No matter what or who you believe in, and regardless of the complexity of the war, innocent people being attacked and killed, and in the most horrific ways possible, is wrong. A nation's government is not its people, just as Hamas Hamas is not the Palestinian people. I always say nothing is black and white. Everything has gray areas, and this is the most extreme example of that. But innocent civilians being attacked and killed is wrong. No questions asked. It's not up for debate at all. I stand with Israel. Again, all of my love, thoughts, prayers, and support to the Jewish community. Everyone is welcome, loved, and supported here. With that, welcome to the Don't Forget to Love podcast with me, Mara Sullivan. Happy November. I will be talking about harvest, which is one of the main themes of fall. It's sometimes used as another word for fall, but harvest sometimes gets overlooked by Halloween and the pumpkin spice of it all. I will also be talking about how even though I work a lot and I have a lot going on outside of the hustle, I pretty much have the personality and live the life of a senior citizen. And I mean that in the best way possible. I touched on it a little bit in my wholesome episode go listen to that if you have not already I've always had an old soul but now my overall lifestyle has kind of caught up with my old soul and I didn't notice it until I was at dinner with one of my friends Alyssa if you're listening hey I love you we were talking and we came to the agreement that we are both in our grandma eras not quite sure how it happened but we love being home over going out we eat dinner at like 4 or 5 p.m like we're 80 we are both single and hot girls in our 20s we both work a lot we're are tired of boys we're not dating i guess we're just waiting for the perfect guy to just throw a rock up to our windows or stand outside singing with like an old school boombox or something because at this point that's the only way to get our attention <laughs> before i jump into grandma core Yes, Grandma Core is in fact a real thing. I did not make that up. A little life update. What I've been up to, what I have been loving. Feel free to skip like the next five minutes if you just want to jump straight into the topics. But I do like to share with you guys when I do these, I feel like I'm catching up with my friends. Um, And so I went to see Priscilla the movie last weekend. It was good. It was based off of Priscilla Presley's book, Elvis and Me which I read after I watched the Elvis after the Elvis movie came out last year and I loved it. It's one of the best books I have ever read and I'm not just saying that because the movie is out. I genuinely love that book. Of course, I think the book is a lot better than the movie as always. I never reread books after I read them like one time, but I read Elvis and Me twice since I read it last year. The story is just so interesting from Priscilla Presley's perspective because she was only 14 when she met Elvis and she just does an amazing job at explaining the the complexity of love and nothing's black and white. Like I always say, there are gray areas to everything, especially love. It is a phenomenal book. Check out the movie too if you're interested, but I highly recommend the book. I have been binging Real Housewives of New York. I am obsessed, but are we surprised? Like, if you've been here for a while, you know I am in love with New York City. It is my favorite place in the world. I'm so glad they gave the show a reboot. I love the new cast. Brynn is my favorite. She's so fun and cute and fabulous and real. She opens up a lot on the show about her childhood and her struggle being raised by her grandmother and her struggle being mixed, half white, half black. 
she's just good at being goofy and lighthearted and also being able to open up and get like a little deep, which is something all the girls say that Jenna Lyons does not do enough of on the show. And I love Jenna. I think she's different and like way out of her comfort zone on the show. There's a lot of talk about her not being on the next season. And so I would not be surprised. She also wasn't at BravoCon last weekend, which everyone pretty much took as her being done with the show. But I love the cast. I also really love Sai. I've been listening to her podcast, Harder Than We Thought. She is signed with Dear Media, which is Lauren Bostic um, and her husband's podcast company. I talk about Lauren Bostic and The Skinny Confidential all the time. She is my biggest inspiration. I love Lauren Bostic. She has the iconic ice roller that everyone's obsessed with, including me. I love my ice roller. It is the best beauty tool. Bryn was also on Lauren and Michael's Skinny Confidential podcast, and that episode is great, but Sai's podcast is really good. Her first guest was Adrian Bylone Houghton, who is one of my favorite people on the planet. You guys know Israel Houghton is my favorite artist, musician in the world. That episode is so, so good. Adrian talks about everything, and she... She made a really good point in that episode. She said everyone puts so much emphasis on church girls and that whole stereotype like Beyonce's song church girl. Um, But no one talks about church boys like church men. The good ones are like that, too. Like we all know a woman moves different when she's connected to God. But we do not talk enough about how a man who's walking with God and has that spiritual connection and how intense and just on another level it is to be with someone like that because it's different. Definitely check out Adrian's episode on the Harder Than We Thought podcast. And Sai and her co-host, they definitely cover so many different topics. They talk about dating over 40, body image, of course, what it's like to be on Real Housewives. I've been listening to and watching clips from BravoCon all week. Comments by Celebs podcast has the best BravoCon recap. I'm going to actually sit down and watch the whole thing this weekend. The Bravo Awards, all the panels. I cannot wait to watch the Potomac panel because their new season just started, which makes me feel like... um, I am even more excited to catch up on BravoCon. I actually like New York more than Potomac. Um, That does make me feel like a traitor because I live in Maryland. I've known Giselle Bryant since I was little. I remember when she was still married to Jamal Bryant. I used to see her at his church when my mom would take me when I was little. Their church was right down the street from our house. But I, I still love Potomac. I just love New York more now. This new season of Potomac should be really, really good. I'm curious about what's going on with Robin and Juan and Ashley Darby and Wendy's career and marriage. Things were getting interesting on the last season. Giselle has a new boyfriend now, Jason Cameron. I cannot wait to watch it. I'll probably like let the episodes stack up a little bit so I can binge. I have been loving The Golden Bachelor. I cannot believe Gary is down to the last two women. This season went by so, so quick. I really hope they do this again. I think them doing a Golden Bachelorette will be even more interesting. Having one woman with a bunch of older men is going to be hilarious. And I think even more drama because men, especially at that age, I think are going to be a lot more sensitive, a lot more competitive. Um... Besides TV, I just finished reading the book Protecting What's Mine by Lucy Score. It is the third book in the Benevolent series. 
I just started Things We Left Behind, which is the third book in the Knockmount series. I love Lucy Score because she writes in series. And I don't have to say bye to the characters. Like, I'm always sad when I end a book because the character, like, I always get so connected to the characters, especially when the book is really, really good. And so I love Lucy Score, but that is pretty much what I've been up to and what I have been loving recently. So the trend grandma era and grandma core, yes, like I said, grandma core is in fact an actual thing. It became a thing on TikTok during the pandemic when we were all forced to stay inside and some young people realized how nice it actually is to spend time doing just domestic things or solo hobbies, just slowing down. You guys know one of the themes of this podcast at this point is slowing down, making sure you're taking care of yourself, having good relationships, but also being independent and not afraid to do things by yourself and enjoying your own company and finding hobbies and things to do that don't involve a screen. Basically, I've been preaching grandma era for months without having a name for it. Because soft girl, soft girl era never really, never fully resonated with me, even though I loved that trend. I have a whole episode on that you can check out. Um, but soft girl era sometimes comes off as like being a little high maintenance. And I think I'm just over the term self-care, which I am all for, but it just gets used so much that it's a little annoying to me at this point. Grandma era and grandma court is a thing, it's been a thing for a while, and I have officially gotten on board. Um, I love um, the trend. Grandma lifestyle could also just be being a homebody. But the difference um, between a homebody and grandma era for me is that I will go out. It's just not to the club or to the bars. Home is my happy place. But I do love going out. It's to the movies, the theater, for a play, a nice restaurant, cafe, a walk, church. Hell, I'll go to bingo night at this point. Like, I'm pretty sure that's my next move. But I love traveling. I love concerts. I do go out. And I love dressing up and being cute, sexy, young, hot, whatever. But the things I go to just are not stereotypical girls in their 20s hangout spots. For me, outside of Housewives, the Kardashians, the bachelor i don't really watch any new shows i watch reruns of all old shows i'm currently re-watching sabrina the teenage witch i started watching it just for halloween like halloween vibes but now i'm invested in re-watching the whole thing golden girls is literally my favorite tv show dorothy rose blanche and sophia are all my heroes i watch it every day my mom just put me on to laverne and shirley now I'm watching that from the beginning. <laughs> like Book Club is my favorite movie of all time. That pretty much sums up my whole life right there. Like Working Girl, which I just watched last month for the first time, is now also my on my like top five favorite movies. It knocked The Great Gatsby with DiCaprio to like number three on my top five movie list. I love the movie Working Girl. Um, My life right now has been like half Tess McGill from Working Girl and half Betty White or Julie Andrews or whoever your ideal grandmother is. A perfect combo is honestly Kris Jenner because she's a full-on Working Girl hustler boss momager and also a loving sweet grandma to about 12 or 13 grandkids. I mean, Kris is just the ultimate. I love old movies. The black and white classics with the best of Hollywood, Audrey Hepburn, Humphrey Bogart, 
Um, James Dean, Rock Hudson, Marlon Brando, Lauren Bacall. I listen to jazz more than anything else besides Taylor Swift and old school R&B music. Um, and country, I love country music. Of course, I listen to pop, all of Beyonce, all of Drake, Adele. I adore Adele. Um, I know what's going on and what's popular or like what's hip, as the old folks say. But like at the same time, I listen to more again just old school music like the Rat Pack and Lionel Richie and just an old school vibe on a regular basis. I literally just saw 77 year old Steve Martin and 73 year old Martin Short um, two weeks ago and I had as much fun there as I had at Beyonce Renaissance. Like I'm not even lying. Steve Martin and Martin Short were fabulous. By the way, they did um, stand up together and they each did their own sets. I grew up watching Father of the Bride almost every single day as a kid. So before Only Murders in the Building, they were together in that movie, Father of the Bride. There's two parts. They did a third movie to um, to like that series, but it's a short film. But Martin Short's character, Frank, in Father of the Bride is my favorite movie character of all time. That character was so well played and so iconic. I don't remember any other movie character being that memorable to me as a kid and who I just never, ever forgot about. I cannot believe I got to see them in person. I really felt like I was in the live audience of SNL watching, just watching the magic happen that only the greatest comedians really have. And they're over 70, like I said. They talk about, they're just incredible. Like, talk about getting better with age and just beyond they've beyond perfected their crafts it was incredible also playing strings automobiles is just one of the greatest movies of all time steve martin is just funny and he's funny because he's always playing a character who's trying not to be funny like he's always playing someone who's trying to be serious but he's a comedian and so his funny is always understated which makes him even more funny but that show was great Anyway, I'm like 70% grandma and 30% 25 years old or 25 on the outside, 80 on the inside. I wouldn't even have Instagram if I did not like taking pictures and I didn't have this podcast. I don't even know how TikTok works. <laughs> Luckily, I have always been pretty good with technology and so I was able to start this podcast on my own and I love creating and like I said, taking pictures. I love editing and graphics and using technology to create art. So I thought it would be fun to talk about some of the benefits of having a grandma era while you're still young and things that we can all learn from a stereotypical grandma's teachings and wisdom. When I think of a pretty common grandma trope, someone who's warm, loving, sometimes stern, tough love, honest, active, domestic, wants to take care of everyone, but also does what she wants when she wants. I mentioned earlier Julie Andrews, who I love when she played the queen and um, Mia's grandmother in The Princess Diaries. I love all the Golden Girls, even Medea, especially when it comes to the tough love. I love Meryl Streep's character, and it's complicated. She's always just so warm, even when she's playing crazy characters. Like, I've seen Meryl Streep play all types of different characters, and she still comes off as just that warm, motherly, loving person. 
things we can all learn or incorporate in our lives from grandma core. Again, I cannot believe that it's a real thing, but it's so perfect. I feel so seen. So thank you, TikTok. (laughs) The first thing is to think of your ideal grandma or your actual grandmother or any person over 60 who you look up to and treat yourself the way she would treat you. What would she tell you to do? What parts of her life do you want to have in your own life? What personality traits does she have that you want to have? How are you like her or how can you be more like her? We all know the WWJD, what would Jesus do? You can ask yourself, what would grandma do? Or insert like the name of whoever the person is in your life who represents that for you. My favorite person is an older person who has lived life and is still working because they want to and they love what they do, not working because they have to. Like that is the goal for me. It's such a blessing to get to the place where you work because you want to, not because you have to. When we have to make money, that pressure can make us resentful. It can cause burnout, frustration because we're just trying to make it. But the peace and ease that comes after a person has spent years putting in the work, establishing themselves and reach the point of still working just because they want to and they love what they do and they're good at what they do and are healthy enough to keep doing it. It just hits different. There's no chasing or desperate energy. I talk about them in every single episode, but that is why I love Martha Stewart. I love Oprah Winfrey, Kris Jenner, The Rock, Tom Cruise, Steve Martin and Martin Short who I just saw, Lionel Richie, who I also got to see over the summer. These people who we all know do not have to work anymore, but they still do what they love because they love what they do. And like I said, it just hits different. John Stamos just wrote a book. Oprah just produced The Color Purple. Diana Ross is on tour right now. The Clark Sisters, who I just saw on tour with Kurt Franklin. None of them have to work anymore, but they still can. They still got it. And they're great at what they do. I have never been a climbing the corporate ladder girly. I just do what I'm good at and what I enjoy and what I feel called to do. I always want to make sure that I'm not doing everything for money or for attention or some kind of reward, but doing something just because I want to and it makes me happy. And I think a lot of seniors get that feeling when they get to retirement and do things like move to Florida and live on a beach or wake up and play golf every day and just to get to enjoy the fruits of their labor, getting to have a little bit of that kind of lifestyle while I'm still young and still working is where I currently am. I do work a lot, but I try to make the time, at least weekly, to just breathe, slow down, take some time, enjoy my tea, read, journal, talk to someone I love, things that I talk about on this podcast all the time, rest, watch a good show or movie, spend quiet time alone by myself because that's how I recharge, say no when I need to so that I'm not on 24-7 eating nourishing food that is going to make my body feel good, not bad, drinking as much water as possible, moving my body, not being super reactive to everything is really important. Pray, give thanks to God. This battle is not mine. It belongs to the Lord and let things go. Read my Bible, listen to jazz, not scroll on my phone all the time, not consume hype music all the time. Even though I love it, I need calm energy, cozy, relaxing like feels. Um, Another thing we can learn from Grandma Core is to slow down and appreciate the little things in life at an earlier age. We do not have to become the people who on their deathbeds 
are full of regret not spending time with their family and the people that they love, it is so important to prioritize things that are really important earlier in life. So you won't even have to think about it as you get older. It'll just be a part of what you do. Easy things I've incorporated in my own life and have already been doing before I even knew about this trend are things, like I said, that I talk about all the time. Reading, writing, watching old shows and movies, jazz and throwback music, taking walks, strength training, early dinners, tea, um, gotten, I've gotten to the age where I don't care what anyone thinks. I say this all the time, but you know how they say when you like you stop caring after a certain age. I have somehow reached that age at only 25. Like, I am too old for this at 25. I don't care. If found, return to the old folks home, bingo night. Like I'll watch your kids, but I am so happy to return to sender. If I am leaving my house, it has to be worth it. If it starts after 8 p.m., I make it an excuse. Strength training might sound weird when it comes to grandma era, but as we get older, um, it is so important to um, strength train and weightlift because we do lose bone density as we get older. One of the most common injuries in elders is falling and we can prevent some of the impact and repercussions of falling by building muscle as early as possible and staying in the habit of weightlifting, strength training to avoid frail um, and weak bones as we get older. I know I'm talking about older, like it'll happen tomorrow, but life really does happen happen fast. I'm all about being present and enjoying right here, right now, but also living a preventative lifestyle and doing what I can what I can do today to make tomorrow a little easier. Other hobbies or activities, none of these I do, but maybe one day I do not knit. Knitting is a big thing in grandma core. Gardening, I do bake. I like baking. Baking, golfing, senior walks were the original hot girl walks. I remember seeing older ladies out in their matching tracksuits when I was younger, walking together in groups. I do walk. That is my favorite form of exercise. I do not have a green thumb at all, but cooking and baking, I can definitely do. Eventually, I would like to get into growing some of my own food, and so gardening is not completely out of the question for me. I'll probably start with something easy. I have friends who grow things like basil. And I think that might not be too hard, so we'll see. A quote that I came across that I love says, more than anything, grandma core, gram, the grandma era is about learning to be alone and content, or at the very least, keeping your hands busy. Grandmas have a wealth of life experience that allows them to approach experiences with confidence and an enlightened perspective. Grandmas are known for their ability to make others feel loved and valued. They have a unique way of making everything feel like home and will often laugh at your jokes even if they don't get them. When we think of the kindest, most genuine, wholesome people in the world, we think of grandmas. Grandmas inspire us to be more compassionate, empathetic, and overall amazing people. Aspiring to be more like grandmas can help us to be more patient, understanding, and grateful for the people and things around us. And that is who I want to be now, like making things feel like home, making others feel valued and loved, kind, 
genuine wholesome not all like squeaky clean of course grandmas are also some of the baddest women out there like blanche was a freak if you know you know like medea was a thug but they had those down home southern comfort qualities in addition to being rough and tough and sharp i always say i don't like the word nice it reminds me a bit of people pleasing and that's just not me i'm definitely not for everyone I can come off cold at times. I'm a Scorpio after all. I mean, hey, happy Scorpio season, by the way. It takes a minute to warm up to me, but I do love, um, I love love and I love encouraging and supporting, hopefully adding some kind of wholesomeness or comfort to the people in my world. Switching Switching gears now to talk about harvest and this season with Thanksgiving coming up. Happy November. Happy new month. I never know if November is fall or winter because I've always been one of those people where the day after Halloween is Christmas. There's no in between. But since November is still fall, I thought I would talk about harvest and how you can have your own season of harvest metaphorically, reaping the benefits of what you've been sowing or start sowing now so um, that you can so that you can have a harvest later. I grew up in church and a big theme I always heard was sowing and reaping, mainly in terms of money or serving. You put money in church or give it back to God. He gives it back to you in a greater way. There's a scripture that says, as long as the earth remains, there will always be seed, time, and harvest. If you plant a seed, it takes time to grow, and then you can gather the crops or flowers or whatever you planted. Harvest means gather, collecting, picking, however you want to phrase it. Gathering is another theme for fall that goes along with harvest. Gathering is the point of Thanksgiving, coming together and enjoying the food that was harvested. I'm going to do a separate Thanksgiving episode focusing on gratitude, giving thanks, friends and family. It'll probably be the episode after this one because I want to make sure that it's up before Thanksgiving because I will be traveling that week and it's coming up so fast. Like I cannot believe how fast time is moving. I know everyone always says that this time of year, but is really gone. It's so crazy. Harvest reminds us to celebrate the effort and work that we have put in all year. Reflect on the year. Think about your accomplishments, big and small, and congratulate yourself if you have not already. A lot of us have heard the phrase, celebrate your small wins. Those little things that might not have seemed like a big deal or didn't deserve a trophy or a or an award or a party, um, but were hard to do. Things like not calling out of work or school when you feel like crap, not cussing somebody out and being the bigger person when you know they were wrong, not giving into temptation and making smarter choices and being more disciplined, more more mature, making it to the end of this year in one piece. I don't even have a word for this year. For me, it was not a bad year. It was just interesting. Like it was the first year in three years that most of us were quote unquote back to normal and not COVID crazy. So that was good. Thoughts and prayers to anyone who is still being heavily impacted by the virus. I know the world still has not seen the full effects of the pandemic. We're all experiencing a recession right now as a result of everything that happened. Inflation was to be expected after everything that's happened, but it is a real struggle for a lot of people right now. 
basically reflect on what you've done this year big and small and just tell yourself in the words of Kris Jenner you're doing amazing sweetie harvest is associated with abundance and joy and excess and just celebrating like I said so find little ways this month and this holiday season to celebrate yourself and what you've done this year it does not have to be with a designer bag or a fancy expensive dinner or anything like crazy but just a day to yourself doing absolutely nothing or saying no to something um to go do something just for yourself listening to a whole album that you love while you just chill or clean or cook something saying yes instead of no to something if you never say yes to anything get dressed up wear an outfit that you love but never wear even if you don't go out just get dressed up to watch your favorite movie or show play whatever it is something that you love I think with social media we've all been taught that we have to buy all these things and go all these places and have all these people to make us happy but that's just not true go play a sport that you love spend time on a hobby you enjoy but don't do anymore I say all the time just because you're an adult does not mean you cannot still do the things that made you happy as a kid I still love reading cheesy fiction romance novels like I did when I was in middle school I still love watching Spongebob while I eat honeycombs on a Saturday morning I am going to get back into painting my nails because I miss doing that and I don't always feel like having like long nails on, but I'm going to start buying nail polish and painting my nails again, just like little things like that. Before the year ends, do something that makes you happy, that's not super extravagant um, and not just for the gram, but that's really for you. Find some little ways to have your own season of harvest to reap what you sow and enjoy the fruits of your labor. Say no, say yes. Maybe you've, maybe you've been too strict and you need to loosen up a little bit or maybe you're the opposite and you need to tighten up and be more disciplined. Figure out how you want to end this year and start thinking about how you want to go into 2024, which doesn't even sound like a real number. I feel like 2024 sounds so much more futuristic than where we are. I expected flying cars by now, like time travel, but apparently AI will be taking over soon. So I guess maybe we're getting there. Baby steps. I hope you guys have a fabulous November. Happy Scorpio season to my fellow Scorpios. November came in a little rough for me, like I'm not going to lie. But enjoy this holiday season. Have fun. Be cozy. Loving as much as possible, which is the point of my whole brand and this whole thing that I this whole community that I have built and started. Thank you guys so much for being with me. We are almost at um, a full year of me doing this podcast. December, I believe 14th will be my one year anniversary slash DFTL's birthday. That is this podcast, Don't Forget to Love. And so we are so close to one full year of doing this. So thank you guys for being here. I enjoy and appreciate your support and I'm so, 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 so grateful. I do not take one single download for granted. I am so excited for the future of this community and of this podcast and where this is going to go. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you for riding with me. That is it for this episode, guys. If you enjoyed it, make sure you are following this podcast and have it saved to your library so that you do not miss any episodes from me. Also, make sure you share, rate, and review this podcast. It helps me out a ton. You guys have been doing that this year, which is 
why I'm able to still continue to do this. So thank you so, so much. DM me anytime with questions or topics you want me to cover. My Instagram is at Mara P. Sullivan. You can also find me on Lemon 8 at Mara P. Sullivan. And you can now message me on Lemon 8 too. They have added the DM feature so that you can message me on there anytime as well. Remember, no matter what your life might look like right now, do not forget to love. I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.